This is Pastor Landon Davis. Thank you for joining me for our daily Bible study. Today we'll be reading from James chapter 4, and I'll be using the World English Bible. Where do wars and fightings among you come from? Don't they come from your pleasures that war in your members? You lust and don't have. You murder and covet and can't obtain. You fight and make war. You don't have because you don't ask. You ask and you don't receive because you ask with wrong motives so that you may spend it on your pleasures. Now we concluded chapter 3 reading about the wisdom from God and that the wisdom that comes from God works peace. Now James contrasts that with the ways of the world and the desires of our flesh. All manner of sins and um, relationship problems can come out of our selfish de- desires. So even our prayers can be hindered when our desires aren't right, when we have the wrong motives and we're just wanting to heap things on ourselves. That's not actually the purpose of prayer. Jesus, when he taught us to pray, he told us to pray for God's will to be done. And so the heart issue is a very important issue indeed. Verse number four, you adulterers and adulteresses, don't you know that friendship with the world is hostility toward God? Whoever therefore wants to be a friend of the world makes himself an enemy of God. Or do you think that the scripture says in vain, the spirit who lives in us yearns jealously? And so the world and its system, we need to acknowledge that it is contrary to the things of God. The, the kingdoms of this world will fall before him, and there is no neutral ground. Those that love the world, if you truly love the world, you will not truly love God. And so God is very jealous over us. He refuses to share our affections. Verse 6, but he gives more grace. Therefore it says, God resists the proud, but gives grace to the humble. Be subject, therefore, to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Draw near to God, and he will draw near to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners. Purify your hearts, you double-minded. Lament, mourn, and weep. Let your laughter be turned to mourning and your joy to gloom. Humble yourself in the sight of the Lord, and he will exalt you. So when James says to Um, give our hearts to this world, which is very easy to do, to get caught up in the things of the world and our own natural desires. Uh, It's And he warns of this and says, if you do, you're an adulterer or adulteress. It's not a message of uh, of ultimate or utter condemnation. But he acknowledges that we're all tempted by our desires, but then he reminds us that God gives grace. And so if you're struggling with worldliness or sinfulness or just out-of-control desires and you're having trouble restraining your will, he gives us the answer to that. Humble yourself, submit to God, resist the devil, make an attempt to get close to God, cleanse your, your hands or your actions, purify your heart, and then have a time of reflection and mourn over your unfaithfulness to God. And this is what it means to repent, turning away from the path you're on and then back towards God. And he said, when you are truly repentant from your heart, 
then God in his grace will lift you up. If, if you draw close to God, God's going to come near to you and he is mighty to save. Verse 11, don't speak against one another, brothers. He who speaks against a brother and judges his brother speaks against the law and judges the law. But if you judge the law, you are not a doer of the law, but a judge. Only one is the lawgiver who is able to save and to destroy. But who are you to judge another? So after addressing the appropriate response for our own unfaithfulness, James once again reminds us not to judge our other brothers harshly uh, if, if they've been unfaithful in some way. Jesus made it clear that we receive mercy and forgiveness proportionally to our willingness to extend. And so since we all need grace, we have to be willing to give grace. Verse 13, come now you who say today or tomorrow, let's go into this city and spend a year there, trade and make a profit, whereas you don't know what your life will be like tomorrow, for what is your life? For you are a vapor that appears for a little time and then vanishes away. For you ought to say, if the Lord wills, we will both live and do this or that. But now you glory in your boasting. All such boasting is evil. To him, therefore, who knows to do good and doesn't do it, to him it is sin. And so this chapter ends similar to how it began. Uh, trouble comes when men's appetites grow out of control and, and when men or women are driven by their own desires and they fail to acknowledge God, eventually we will fall into sin. And so we are to acknowledge God in all of our ways and he's the giver of our life. He's the sustainer of our life. And so our plans should always be contingent on the Lord's will and on his provision. In fact, James says it's sinful for us to boast of what we will do without acknowledging that God is ultimately in control. So before we start this day, let's just pray that the Lord would lead us and guide us and give us opportunity today and that he would help us to live an overcoming life. Father, we pray in the name of Jesus. We ask for your blessings on this day. Everything we do, we do it as unto you, Lord. We thank you for the opportunity, for the strength. I ask you, Lord, that you would give us the grace we need to overcome sin. Let our hearts be right, Lord. We pray that your will would be done in our lives. We pray it all in the name of Jesus Christ. God bless you. Thank you for listening. Join me again tomorrow for another episode.